Welcome to the 368th consecutive week of Cinema PsyOps. I'm your host, Court, the guy that can actually do that in one breath and no one will ever fucking believe it, even though his co-host Matt has seen it. I don't believe it. Uh, It's like landing on the moon or the earth being round. (laughs) You're questioning whether or not things are flat. Yeah, everything's flat. (laughs) And uh, and the polar ice caps are barriers from the real world. So are we living at the center of the earth or what, what what's going on here, my man? Because you're starting to really worry me about your mental health. I don't know, man. I didn't get that far for the joke. All right. It was just supposed to get in there like that. And we're supposed to be fine. <laughs> oh, right. So it wasn't thought out and we weren't going to discuss it. It was just you no, wanted to get no. out there. and Yeah. It was, okay. It was just, it's just me like putting a conspiracy together that you can't actually do what you're doing with your voice. <laughs> you're a conspiracy hypothesizer. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm not even that i'm just fucking around at this point (laughs) (laughs) this point you're just doing what you can just to be sane i like the cute and fun conspiracies like you know ufos and bigfoot and and the loch ness monster all right i like to get cute and cheeky with the conspiracy theories not so much some of the other ones (laughs) yeah conspiracy theories have basically been ruined and revealed to be that they all along they were just people that were you know deeply chewed and troubled and and you can still there still be fun conspiracy theories except for we had the Trump train invade the conspiracy theory world and now we have to live with that. Now when you say fun, do you mean like it doesn't hurt anyone to believe that they could be true? Yeah, like UFOs. Doesn't hurt anybody to believe, oh, maybe they're UFOs. I think Uh, Fox Mulder's entire career would disagree with you, sir. Well, okay. But but, like Sasquatch. That's not hurting anybody to believe in Sasquatch. Not hurting anybody to believe in the Loch Ness Monster. Doesn't hurt people. It doesn't like make them spend their life savings oh i don't know if that's necessarily that's not necessarily true i think don amici would probably disagree with you and harry and the hendersons about what that did to his life believing in bigfoot well fuck it whatever i don't care there's some nice ones and then the the trump train had to come in for the grift so (laughs) oh brother speaking of grift i feel like i got grifted from this week's movie crocodile yeah we definitely got grifted i don't know what the hell they were doing but what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) i don't know very much about this movie and i can't really even find it uh on imdb so i i just it was i found it through wikipedia okay well i'll have to look that up separately to try and get a little bit more information about it Uh, obviously the credits revealed that it is very much an italian film Uh, this was a two-pack kind of all-in-one disc case that severin released so next week we're doing crocodile 2 spoiler alert everybody you know there's something we may need to talk about when are we gonna do it next week (laughs) yeah that's a fair point um um, Jesus, I don't know how well, we're going to do that. We could probably do it Monday night. I'll get back into town Monday. Okay. If you think you can do it and the other job will let the time off, then we can do it and we'll just drop yeah, this I'm to the I already got the day off. Yeah. That, that'll work just fine for me. We can do it when you get back on Monday. Cool. A night after work. That's fine yeah. by me. <laughs> we'll be back to normal. But anyway, so this two pack, literally all I knew about it was they said that it was like this Italian lost Jaws ripoff. And I'll tell you what, it just brazenly, brazenly rips off Jaws. It even, I think it's steals music from Jaws. It, de- it definitely is stealing music from Jaws. I mean, there's definitely music stolen from Jaws here. <laughs> Not just like stolen, like they recompose something to sound similar to the no, theme. Like would- it's like heavily lifted out and just dropped right in, right? Yeah. 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 
this thing is so fucking ballsy at the oh, depths at which it just does not care at how much it's stealing from Jaws. It's so just so ridiculous how much it's just fucking glaringly stealing yeah. from Jaws, including the soundtrack, which it wholly lifts out of the film. So if I'm to believe things that, that are in my memory about this when I bought it, I believe that this was actually not able to be released until this Blu-ray because really? of that. Yeah, because of that, because of ripping out of the, the soundtrack and stuff from Jaws and stealing from it like that. At least on the American shores, this may be the first American release if i'm remembering correctly and i'll double check and verify kind of when you're doing the notes and i don't have to pay as close attention to what we're doing and what i'm saying yeah <laughs> just fuck that shit yeah more or less so it's just i don't know dude like sitting there and watching this film i felt like we i you know basically this should be like an mst3k episode like this is yeah. this is every bit as cornball as what Devilfish ended up being which was also True. a blatant and very brazen fucking jaws knockoff too you know yeah 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 it was like haha there you go. Yeah, Devilfish. It was yeah. th- that ended up being the MST3K episode as well. So, like, th- before we get into this film, I want everyone to know that that is the level of movie making that we were about to discuss. Is like Devilfish level of like I don't know. This was almost almost the same level of filmmaking as like an Octoman, where like the shots look good. You know, like the cinematography is actually really well done, but like everything else just isn't there, and you're kind yeah. of feeling a little cheated the whole time you're watching it, but not in a bad way. Like, oh, you got me, you suckers. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, motherfucker. It's like, oh, crap. I got lured into a cheap one. <laughs> That's kind yeah. of where we live on Cinema PsyOps for the most part, though. Like, most of the shows that we're doing is, oh, man, I got lulled into a cheap one. Great. <laughs> yeah, right. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. I mean, we're still going to have fun with it, and there's still some scenes right. in here that we're going to have a lot of fun talking about. It'll be fine. Yeah. Everybody just relax. It's just that this is not a good movie this week, and we're going to just fucking own up to it right at the start. Yeah, it's it's not a great film. The question is whether or not we found it entertaining and at what points we did, and that's where the suspense is going to come in for the episode. Yeah, there you go. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so let's stop tearing about the bush and talking about the film, and let's actually get into talking about the film. So this week, in honor of the movie Crocodile, which I don't know if it deserves to be honored, uh, all songs about crocodiles. I found four total songs about crocodiles to wrap this around for the Pirate Radio edit. <laughs> really? Four? Damn. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to see if I can do it again for next week, so I will have eight in total songs about crocodiles. That's a challenge right there. That is. To try and do. <laughs> now, they have to at least mention the word crocodile. The title has to be crocodile, or the lyrics have to just involve the word like they're singing to a crocodile for this week, all right? And yeah. I, th- I think I've definitely accomplished that in some way, shape, or form. Up first, we're going to have the special intro from Kevin that I should probably stop playing because it's long past June, and I'm pretty sure that Patreon giveaway is over, but I just like hearing Kevin's voice on our show. It makes me feel happy right next all to right. Bose to, to have it there. So maybe I should edit it and take out the Patreon stuff and just have Kevin's intro. I don't know. Either way, I'm going to play that. And then after that, the Legion Patreon ad. And then after that, we're going to have Crocodile Woman. And in parentheses, like in country songs, She Bites by the Hollies right after this. Hey, everyone. This is Kevin. As many of you probably have heard, Bo will be heading back to school to become a teacher. Congratulations, Bo. As such, I'll be taking over the reins, managing and spreading the good word of Legion Podcast. You can reach me on Twitter or the Legion Discord group. My username is at Lonely Bob. Thank you so much for supporting Legion Podcast. See you around. This will keep you quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You caught me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting. 
But that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for $5, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. Probably should watch out for that crocodile woman, or you ladies, you non-binaries. If you're into ladies and you find that you might be into a crocodile woman, you might want to watch out because in parentheses, she bites. Yeah, she bites. (laughs) What I'm going to play on the main feed, I have no fucking clue how I'm going to match crocodile songs. And and really, it's not going to honor the movie on the main feed, which I did find in IMDb, by the way. Goddamn. Yeah. And so it exists. It it actually is in IMDb, so it's officially a movie. (laughs) Yeah, right. How the release of this thing went and everything other than the blu-ray that we got our hands on i have no fucking clue but i think everybody's tired of hearing the hollies jamming out underneath us why don't we just get ready and start talking about crocodile all right killer crocodile the first 20 minutes we see a croc uh so you start out right away you see it it's nice uh we see a couple they're out for a nice day at the lake dude plays her a new song he wrote which uh, I, all right um which i don't think is even a song that he wrote i think he was trying to pass something else off as his own of course he was then he tries to get some and she's like no be Jesus Christ, that's for that fake ripoff song you just tried to play me. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, she decides to go for a swim. Uh, as she's out there, she starts to be attacked and her boyfriend freaks. Then we cut to some fishermen. They're out at night complaining about how the fishing spot they're in sucks. And then all of a sudden, the killer croc pops up. And boom! We have our intro. Ah, uh, then we cut to a group of kids on a boat and it's our first clip. We know right here. Jennifer? Label those test tubes so you don't get them confused, okay? Hey, Mark. What's the word? Don't waste so much film. We're going to need it later. Aye, aye, sir. Don't let him get to you. Leadership's gone to his head. Next, he's going to remind us we're not on vacation. (laughs) I hate to keep saying it, gang, but we're not here on vacation. (laughs) Smile, sunshine. Our work here is important. Someone's polluting these swamps, and it's our job to find out who. See what I mean? 
Yeah. Pamela, here. Put that with the others. Hey, uh, you notice anything strange? There are no birds along this stretch of the river. Yeah, you're right. We saw a lot more wildlife yesterday. Hey, Pam? I'm not surprised. Take a look at this. The dyes reveal high acid levels caused by industrial waste. The further we go, the worse it gets. And judging by the variety and toxic nature of these pollutants, Mother Nature didn't do this. This is waste from a chemical plant. There isn't any chemical plant on this island. I should know. I've been living here all my life. Then it's not from the island. Yeah, you're right. Someone's coming to this place and dumping the stuff. Bastards. Just bastards. Okay, so we need to talk about, first of all, the appearance of the crocodile within the first couple of seconds where they just do a flash of him on frame and they show pretty much the entirety of the puppet in all of its fucking glory, like really well lit and everything. And as soon as you see it and you realize how bad of a puppet it actually is, you pretty much know you are in store for a really not that great of a film. Yeah, you're in you're in for some shit right now. And like they should not have shown that very first flash because the attack of the girl in there alone would have been enough. All you really needed was to show other crocodiles getting into water and stock footage before yeah. the big motherfucker shows up. Yeah, I mean, you didn't see Jaws right away. No, you barely saw Jaws at all for more than just a few frames because that puppet looks so bad and that shark actually didn't work and was fucking fake looking. This yeah. film is like a good 10 plus years later and they have learned nothing from the filmmaking that's in Jaws that they are clearly stealing from. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they're like, what do you mean stealing? We're, it's an homage, if anything. Come on! <laughs> I would accept parody. I really parody, would. If, yeah, they were, yeah. if they were trying to tell me that this is a Jaws parody, I would be like, okay, then that explains why you're at least stealing the music. Well, then that explains why it sucks. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we can move on. I'm fine. Uh, all right. So they bump into something. They think it's like a sand hill, and the guy's like, I didn't I didn't think so. I was paying attention. Well, anyway, later on, the group finds a horrific amount of toxins and radiation everywhere, and that night they set up camp and they all go to bed talking about how they need to save the fucking environment by the way too late <laughs> so, um, spoiler alert they failed spo- spoiler alert these kids lives were in vain so <laughs> you cared about things in the 80s that clearly didn't make a fucking difference nowadays welcome to our world ladies and gentlemen it had, it had nothing to do with capitalism so <laughs> told you it ruins uh, everything right uh, one of the ladies uh, her dogs goes missing and so she goes looking for it and she finds the collar torn and then the croc pops up right in front of her and she screams. I love how the fast next- you're moving through the bullshit that doesn't matter in this movie. It, the, because there's so much of it. <laughs> It just doesn't matter. I mean, what do you want from me? Yeah, it's like an hour and a half of, like, dribble and dialogue that just does not fucking matter at all. You're right. Yeah. Oh, God. It's just terrible, too. You're just waiting for the next croc attack because at least then you can make fun of how lame the puppet is. Yeah. Or or fucking, there's also times where it's fucking, like, I, I don't know, uh, so, so much horse shit, uh, like, misogynistic shit about having an orgy inside their tent. Uh, it's fucking weird. It's real weird. <clears throat> Well, that, real uncomfortable. That guy was like part of the crew that was joking with them, and the ladies uh, seemed to take it in stride as if that was something that they joke with each other like uh, before. Maybe, but it sounded uncomfortable. Um, yeah, well, considering it's a 1989 film, yes, it makes you very uncomfortable to hear someone talking like that when they're trapped in the wilderness with these jackholes. Yeah, right. It's just like, um, all right, I guess. You it does <laughs> dick bags. Right. I mean, people make wisecracks like that, but that 
doesn't mean they're going to do anything weird or creepy, but they should only make those wisecracks with people that joke with them like that as well. Absolutely. But in the confines of what's going on in the film, they're all working together too and trying to save the planet, so also inappropriate. Captain Planet! Makes you wonder what those kids were fucking talking about. So, um... <laughs> they're all smoking crack now and just begging for a quick death. Yeah, just, just, here's a ring. Here's my fire ring. Give me some more heroin. <laughs> Clip, Clip somehow. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, the next day, they're all going looking for the missing lady. Uh, as they are boating, they hit something again. One of the girls falls off into the boat, and they are able to get her back up, but it's like one of those tense moments and shit. Or at least um, it's attempting to be one of those tense moments, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you're just like, oh, okay. Uh, it's all scary and shit like that. Uh, we're, we're, all, we're all scared. Here. They're making wholehearted attempts at doing tension and making you worried for people. It just kind of falls flat for most of the film. Yeah, so... Uh, uh, so they get her back up and then they kind of talk about it. They're like, hey, what do you think we just hit? And the guy's like, I have no idea, but we shouldn't be hitting this much shit. And then we see the Croc's hand as it's probably watching them. So, you know, good for them, I guess. And by Croc's hand, you mean the puppet piece just yeah. kind of like floating there. It doesn't move. It just kind of floats there. And that's it. Yeah. And that's the uh, yeah the end of the first 20 minutes. <laughs> the first 20 minutes of this film are not extremely promising in any way, shape or form, are they? No, no. No, you're 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 pretty much you're ready just for the shit so there's a generous use of blood during all of the crocodile attacks which is actually pretty decent um the crocodile pinchers um like the mouth whenever it's open and you look down into it for a creature feature of this low of a budget relatively okay you know yeah uh but when you see the puppet from the side or above and they actually are trying to make it look as though the croc is floating in the water or popping in and out of the water anything other than the pinchers grabbing which is apparently the the only thing they built the puppet to do anything uh, other than that does not look good at all but when that mouth pops open at you it is pretty terrifying especially when they come at the camera with it just right yeah yeah i mean they could do some decent jump scares with this especially if it's a night shot um a day shot that thing just looks goofy as fuck yeah the underwater quote-unquote photography that they do too is also not that great and just basically everything that they were trying to do i just don't think they were filming it quite right and they needed to take some lessons from jaws and just trim out the the shots of the crocodile to where yeah. your mind fills in the blanks and you just see enough of it to know what it is. And really, yeah. one would assume that an actual crocodile attack, that would be what it would be like, where you would just see a quick flash of it and then the person would be gone because they want to drag you under to drown you so it's easier to eat you later. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's usually what they do. This guy is on a fucking warpath to just maim and mutilate because it's a lot more entertaining film. Yeah, yeah. And so, fuck it, let's just kill everyone and be set with it. Yeah, so... <laughs> So you basically just have to hope for crocodile attacks and for more severed limbs and things like that to be more entertained. But it's cl yeah. it's clearly being made on the cheap, so you have to either give it some leeway on that or you're just going to be like us and kind of bitching about it the whole time. <laughs> We're a bitching all the time. <laughs> we can move on to the next 20 minutes and do some further bitching. All right. So the next 20 starts out. The goot meets with the local judge, and that is our next clip. I'm sorry, but I've only got one man and one boat. And I cannot send them into the swamp to search for your friend. You gotta be kidding. Do I look like I'm kidding? You do well to keep away from that swamp. But Judge, we're talking about a case of life or death. A friend is lost somewhere in that swamp. All I can do is call Las Palmas. They can send up more men and dogs. But it's gonna take some time for them to get here. And who knows if your friend is still alive. Well. If she is, it's no thanks to you. Well, what do you expect? That place is all quicksand, snakes, 
crocodiles. It takes a special breed to make it in there. You guys look a little soft. Yeah, yeah. Look, are you going to help us or not? Don't you people understand? Oh, come on. Look, you don't understand. Conchita's in danger, and every minute we sit around here doing nothing, she has less chance of survival. I told you to keep away from that swamp. Son of a bitch. What did you say, girl? I don't think I heard right. Back off, Pamela. Back off? Why should I? Don't you guys realize he's getting paid off by the bastards who are dumping the waste? That does it. I'm gonna have you all arrested. You're not arresting anybody. Oh, yeah? Who says so? You? If you want this place crawling with reporters in no time flat, then go ahead. Arrest us. Okay. I'm not scared of anybody, and I don't like blackmail. But it's a good thing I've got a good heart. Now you all get out of here before I change my mind. That bastard. We should turn him in. Oh, sure. We'll just dial 911. Yeah, right. We gotta find Conchita. You're right. Let's go. He just wanted to get rid of us. I was looking for you. What's your problem? For a few days, you're going to have to stop dumping your trash into that swamp. The party started to get rough. All I had to do was look the other way. But now those ecology people are here and they suspect me. Hey, take it easy. You just keep helping us if you don't want me to reveal who you really are. Huh? Judge? Okay, so the guy who says he's a reporter later on in the movie is very clearly not a reporter. We get that. And he is somehow blackmailing the judge, quote-unquote judge, to do what he wants because he knows who this judge really is. Yeah, so apparently this judge has problems. (laughs) This is the depth of the entirety of your story, and they try to flesh this out a little bit over the next, let's say, hour and ten-ish minutes, and it doesn't really work. So Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, here you go. Here's the story. There is a big killer croc. Uh, It's killing people, but because... Because there's also dumpage being done illegally, nobody of authority can do anything about it. Or won't do anything about it, because they're being caught up in this. I've just now told you the entire fucking story. Yeah, the crocodile is of an unusually large size, but that may or may not have to do with all the toxic waste and or radioactive waste that's being dumped into the jungle. That is an argument that is constantly talked about. We, We don't know. All we know is that he's a giant croc, and at one point the ecologists think it's super rare and cool and then all of a sudden just because they need to do it and the fact that the cast has been thinned out enough they also want it dead yeah yeah so (laughs) good times that's pretty much the entirety of this whole fucking movie uh if you kind of fall asleep while we're trying to talk about it so let's move on So, uh, the group, uh, then they go back out in the water and, uh, they're, they're bitching about this guy. Then the boat gets struck again <laughs> and they get, it gets stuck. They have more problems with this fucking boat than, I mean, holy shit. Yeah. This thing goes back to the well more times than the ring. Yeah. Right. No shit. <laughs> So, uh, everyone's like, all right, well, fuck, fuck us. Uh, we, we got to get out and push so that they get out there and they kind of, they push it loose. This um, is another one of those would be tension things where you're supposed to be yeah. worried that they're going to get pulled under all the time yeah, while they're all croc. in the water, water. Yeah. And this was one of those very nineties fucking bikini things that we were talking about, like the design and the way that yeah. it's cut, like those bikinis only existed in the nineties. Yeah, exactly. Right. So as things look like they're about to go to shit or they're, you know, as you're worried 
February. They get the boat loose. Everyone's happy until their friend's dead body pops up for a pop-up scare. Um, Best effect in the movie was that corpse. It looked amazing. Yes. Uh, (coughs) Then we cut to uh, a dude gets picked up by another guy. He must be a hunter because he's being told about this large croc. And he's like, good, because apparently he wants to hunt that shit. So He's also mysteriously uh, dressed a little bit like Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, yeah. He looks like every hunter you see in the 80s. Um, then More we or cut less, to the, yeah. Yeah. Then we cut to the autopsy, and that is our next clip. What's the verdict? I don't know. I'll have to take a closer look. But my first guess is it was an animal, like a crocodile, or maybe a boat prop. For all we know, it was murder. Right. Murder. What are you talking about? Are you saying that we... We're not saying anything, but there are certain facts... Facts! ...that we have to consider. You might have started innocent enough. Maybe you just wanted to fool around. You know the way things start. A word, a touch. And then before you know it, one thing leads to the next. Who the hell is this guy? Jim Foley, a reporter. If you really are a reporter, why don't you write a nice article about illegal dumping of toxic waste? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah? There's radioactive waste in the swamps, and it didn't just suddenly grow there. Hey, hey, cool down. You're gonna need proof. I have plenty of water samples. That's proof that somebody's been putting this stuff in the swamp. You do well to come up with proof that you had nothing to do with that girl's death. What kind of a judge are you? The kind that doesn't listen to gossip. Oh, I know your type. Idealists, drugs. Then death rears his ugly little head. You're on bed. Shut up, boy. Am I disturbing something? What do you want, Joe? I want to have a look at the girl who got killed by the crocodile. Maybe it wasn't a crocodile. We have our doubts. Yeah, sure. And we have our doubts about you, Judge. Let me have a look. What do you think it was, Doc? It could have been. A boat prop. That's crap. It looks like a croc to me. And a big one. Maybe 20 feet. You're out of your mind. You know, the biggest crocs around here don't go that big. Well, do me a favor then. Tell me how the hell did she get those marks? You have a right to your opinion, but it's the doc's report that counts. Who the hell are you? My name's Foley. Oh, yeah? Well, open your ears, Foley. If I say it was a crocodile, it was a crocodile. You understand? Where did this happen? We found her in a silted-up lagoon, two-hour boat ride from here. Yeah, I know the place. I'll go take a look. Still calling it murder? Get out of here. I don't want to see your ugly faces. Beat it! This place stinks. Hey, who's this Joe character? A ball breaker. He's lived in this swamp more than 30 years. Nobody knows it the way he does. Can we buy him? Joe? He'd knife it just for thinking about it. 
knife you, Court. He'll knife you just for thinking about it. Well, if you are trying to pay off someone with as much integrity as Joe has, who very clearly should be on the orca hunting for the white whale, which they bring that in a little bit too. The stuff yeah, that yeah, yeah. the stuff that Jaws knocks off, this goes ahead and knocks that off a little bit later too. <laughs> <laughs> good times good times <laughs> yeah i can't wait to get to that stuff that's when it starts getting to be fun that's the thing yeah, yeah. that's the thing we're bitching right now because this stuff is actually terrible when the film actually does start bringing in the action it does get fun and it would make a great group watch and that's the stuff that matt and i are rushing to because it's more fun to talk about yeah right it's all right though we're gonna <laughs> we're all gonna be fine <laughs> we're gonna stop being such miserable fucking cunts in a little bit we promise uh who says <laughs> I do, and I run this shit like Barter Town. Well, goddamn, look at you. Jesus. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> I know you're capable of bringing your A-game and pretending like shit's not bothering you to it. do the show. You can do it. All right. I'm fine. Everything's fine here. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> all right. Uh, the... All right, so then the team, they talk, and they decide to meet and try to convince Joe to work with them. Uh, they kind of, they're having a beer with them, they're buying them beer, and as they're doing this, uh, some little kids, uh, some little girl, she's playing with a doll at the end of the dock, and another kid causes something that the doll gets thrown into the water. It's an honest-to-goodness Cabbage Patch kid, too. Yeah, I mean, that's a nice fucking thing. Yeah, those were not uh, cheap. No, not at all. Uh, as they try to uh, get the doll back, all of a sudden a big croc shows up uh, and it breaks the dock. So the little girl is now just hanging on. And so begins the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Now, but in a fun way, it's so fun. But okay, yeah. real quick, the dock, just to give everyone a visual, if you haven't watched the movie, the dock is right now probably at like a slant. It's fallen into the water. So now it's made it like a ramp. She's holding on literally anybody because she's a little girl any adult standing there could grab her by the wrist pull her up and leave yes that's true first, first guy shows up to help her he literally puts himself down on the ramp so he's only holding on to push her up he slides this, down the ramp into the water yeah. and then propels yeah. himself out of the water to try and toss her up on top of the yeah. dock it is the stupidest way to try and rescue someone without any leverage at all that you could have possibly done he rolled a critical Critical fucking failure on save. It was redonk. I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that he could have done that would have been even more fucking useless is to dive headfirst into the crocodile's mouth on his way to go save the kid. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, holy shit. <laughs> that is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Right. It's ridiculous. What they should have done is the guy that fell through the dock. They should have done that first where the guy fell all the way through. And then yeah, he yeah. comes around and tries to save her. Then it makes an excuse because what he wants to do or is get her up first. Have him stand up there, have the croc knock into the dock again, and then he falls in. Something. But did I even do that? No, the Something. guy jumps whole hog right into the fucking water when everyone oh. saw a crocodile attack the fucking dock, and that's what made the girl fall in, or practically fall in with this, this ramp-like situation. Like, everybody fucking saw that. That's why they're freaking out and trying to help her. Yeah, so, all right, great. Uh, everything <laughs> sucked. Then another guy, well, that guy gets eaten, of course, because, you know, fuck him. And that was amazing, um, watching him get chomped up in the blood everywhere. I mean, it looked yeah. fake as shit, but they went for it whole hog, and it was awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he deserved I mean, to get eaten. He, like like I said, yeah. he should have all just jumped right in. I, 
think I would have forgiven them if that's what he did, where he was running at the end of the dock and he just fell into the crocodile's mouth. I would have loved that. Yeah, right? That would have been fine. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. That would have been great. Good stuff. So then another guy, he tries to go to help. I mean, that makes sense. Uh, he falls through, his leg falls through the fucking dock, and then the alligator chomps on his leg and then pulls that guy through. That was actually kind of cool. Yeah, the crocodile grabbing a hold of him and dragging him through, and then, like, you actually see the boards giving away more and more, but it's also ripping at his flesh, yeah. driving the croc even more crazy with the smell of blood in the water. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. That was, that was, that was honestly, I was already, all right, well, that was cool. <laughs> that um, should have been the first guy that got there. Like, they should have done that right away with the first guy, and then another dude tries to help the girl and then while the crocodile's pulling the dude through he falls into the water crocodile comes around and snags at him too yeah so okay so now that's done uh those guys are dead uh the girl falls into the water while our heroes see there's a commotion happening so they all join in the guys jump into the water uh joe shoots at the croc to get it away he uses a board to save the little girl and stabs the croc in the mouth and then you get a lot of bloody shit out of there yeah and the effects in that were actually halfway decent and again, anytime the mouth pops open, even though it's so obviously fake, the teeth are still pretty terrifying to look at. It's kind of like when you're in one of those old school dark rides that would be in an amusement park that was supposed to scare you. And then the yeah. monster that's an automated monster that's just like, you know, piston fire jumps out and comes at you. That's what the mouth looks like. Where like the idea of it is terrifying, but it's so clearly fake. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, and the guys are able to pull the girl out. So those people are saved. And that's the end of that. 20 minutes. Joe actually shoots out some teeth. He puts some really good hits on the crocodile yeah. where he's very clearly hitting like hitting it and hurting it. But yep. they're kind of like BB gun hits to the croc. The croc is that fucking big in this. Yeah. Big and strong. So it's not gonna yeah, see that that shit sucks for them. He <laughs> needs to uh, paraphrase the movie that this is clearly ripping off. I think he needs a bigger gun. He definitely needs a bigger gun. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's actually that's not not a bad idea. He couldn't even get uh, penetration with the elephant gun. No, no, I mean Jesus Christ! They, I mean, he's gonna get these special fucking illegal shells that won't even help. Uh, <laughs> But we'll get to that here in a second. <laughs> okay, this is the point of the film where they had the dock feeding frenzy because that's what it was supposed yeah. to be. Where I'm like, okay, this is just going to be terrible. But that was fun. Like, I can totally imagine watching this in a group and just having a blast laughing at it. Yeah, right. It yeah. was a it was a good time. Yeah, this is I'm... such a drive-in movie. I can see where this would be the one where you realize you got ripped off, but you're still going to have yeah. fun watching it. Yeah, and it's drive. If it's a drive-in movie, then it's like you know, is, is there anybody you know actually watching it or or are you just necking with your girl? Uh, well, some of us were actually watching it because some of us went there without a girl. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, then, then yes, there's that too. So you're either just uh, laughing about it, having fun, or, you know, uh, whatever. So anyway. Yeah, there are people that went to the drive-in not to just have sex, Matt. That Don't let all the movies that were made in the 80s that took place in the 50s trick you. Yeah, they're called nerds. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, that's fair, probably. God, God damn, that was hardcore. All right, I'm sorry about that, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is the kind of movie that your girl would want to make out with you to, though, anyway. No, it's definitely not. That is uh, that is not the uh, movie that the... Well, I mean, you know, it's what she will pay attention to. So, like, she's like, all right, well, this is stupid. We have to do something else. And you're like, oh, okay. I'm bored. Make out with me, Flip. <laughs> will do, boss. Uh, so... <laughs> we can move on. All right, next 20. Uh, the group meets the judge again, and that is our next clip. Uh, no crocodile is that long. That's crazy. You're going to hunt it down and kill it, aren't you? 
sure we're gonna kill it, aren't we, Joe? You bet, Judge. Consider it already dead. No. No what? What are you talking about, boy? We're against killing of any kind. Is that so? Why don't you go tell us that that monster? He's already eaten two men and would have eaten you if it hadn't been for Joe. You don't understand. That's not an ordinary crocodile. It's probably the only one of its kind. Maybe in these swamps a million years ago, there were thousands of them. Don't you know how important this discovery is? I don't is? know nothing. And I don't give a damn about that crocodile. All I care about are the folks who live around here. Well, for starters, you could take security measures. Security measures? Did you get a load of that animal? It's a giant, a killer. It's already destroyed the dock, eaten two men, and probably devoured your lady friend. It still has to be protected. Protected? It has to be killed. I'm warning you, any more interference and you're all in big trouble. Make up those shells for me. Yeah, but keep it under your hat. I packed these babies myself. They're real dangerous. Are there enough to blow the crocodile away? Are you kidding? With these, you can blow an elephant away. Well, that croc is worse than an elephant. And killing it ain't gonna be easy. Yeah, don't have any illusions. It ain't gonna be easy. Come on, Joe. You ain't scared of no killer crocodile. Yeah. Maybe he's so angry he's out to get me. I'll pay you when I come back. Okay, Tom? Well, I'd feel kind of happier if you paid me now. When I come back. Okay. You're going after that crocodile, right, Joe? What do you want? That you don't go. It's unique. An endangered species. You bet it is. I ain't never seen anything like it. It's a monster, a threat to every village in the swamp. Forget it, you guys. I'm gonna kill that sucker. We'll do everything we can to stop you. Everything. Sorry, kids. I'm warning you to stay away from me. Yeah, living in the swamp alongside the crocodiles has had its effect on me. Yeah, I'm a real son of a bitch. Don't you realize? They're ruining the swamp with their waste. We're on your side. You should be helping us, defending it. I mind my own business. I have a feeling that overgrown croc's out to get my bacon. And so that's why I'm gonna get it first. Look, just stay off my back. What do we do? We follow him. And we stop him if he finds the crocodile. Come on, give me a break, will you? Uh, sorry. One Dad. more time. No way, Jose. You need more money? Is that what it is? It's not the money. How's the boat running, okay? Yeah, sure, that's not it. What's the problem, then? It's too risky come for on, you. Come on, there hey, you go. Go. come on. There you go. Come on. Freak up. Come on, Captain. No, I can't help you. Come on, one more time. Sorry, forget you it. it. You got to. Uh-uh, it's too dangerous for you. Be reasonable, Captain. We need it. Look, there's no danger. I know we gotta do something. I can't travel too much anymore. People are getting suspicious. The swamp is full of that stuff. And I can't come back until you unload those barrels. Blow them up or something. Hey, not only is there a bunch of kids nosing around, I got a ball-breaking crocodile hunter following me. Just keep the stuff hidden.
So that was four minutes of expository dialogue, and that's exactly what this movie does to you. There's long passages of the film just like this. Exactly, but we needed that, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, it's all important shit. Well, yes, as far as the story goes, that does pretty much lay it all out for you like we did earlier when we were doing the review. But this is also a really good example of just how long a passage of a film can exist without really doing or accomplishing anything other than just slightly pushing just a modicum of story forward. Yeah. Yeah, you know, exactly. It meanders so fucking much. I like the guy. Come on. Come on. Back <laughs> come to doing on. impressions. I'll take Just that over to... miserable Matt, I guess. Let's, let's do it. Come on. Come on. One more dump. Come on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> are, you, right. are you good now? You can move no, on. No, I'm, I'm fine. I'm okay. Uh, okay. I don't know what, what's your problem? <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the group's back on their boat. They're arguing if the croc is from the crap that's in the water or if it's a different species of croc from a different area where the crocs can get that size. And so that's that's kind of they all... We never really find out where this croc is from. It's just how life is. These are um, all questions that you would be asking yourself as an audience that they're just pointing out right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you ever want to think, hey, this movie will tell me where this croc's from, no. Uh, to be so, fair, hey, it's actually better to not know where it came from or how it was developed and just hint at it. Yeah. All of a sudden, as they're going, the boat blows its engine and dies because apparently this boat is the biggest piece of shit ever. And why would you have it? <laughs> they were ecologists who were just buying the boat to go do the thing that they were going to do. And they were assured by a used boat salesman that this puppy can fit so much science in it. <laughs> this puppy can fit so many huge crocs. Slap the hood. <laughs> <laughs> right. They basically got ripped off is what they were saying. Is yeah. The boat was a lemon and the person that sold it to it probably knew that it was a lemon because he assured them it would be perfect. And it definitely just got resurfaced or whatever. And it's going to work just great. And no, it was a piece of shit and they got ripped off. Exactly. Well, uh, then we cut to Joe. He goes back to his house and things are a mess. Uh, there's a giant hole in this house. He notices something broke in there. He goes to change and we see Joe's having some skin problems in his life. Uh, so you don't know if that's from the shit. It's another little story arc that is just so completely dropped. Oh, uh, no, no. The reason had. the reason that Joe hates crocodiles is just like what happened with uh, T.S. or whoever it was that had the boat, the orca, right? Yeah. It's T.S., Brody, and Quint. Brody's the yeah, right? T.S. Yeah, it is T.S. because Quint is the sheriff. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I was just trying to think of it. So it, the guy who actually has, has the orca um, has his own story and scars from when he was dealing with sharks. And these the biggest scar that he had is clearly the emotional scar of being in the Pacific when the sharks were biting away at people and having to fight them off and how he goes, you know, for the rest of his life, he devotes it to killing sharks and getting rid of them because of what yeah. happened to him then. Well, this is trying to do something similar to that by showing you that he survived multiple croc attacks and those are all yeah. crocodile bites where he was bitten or attacked in some way, shape or form and those are his battle scars and he's yeah. looking at them to prepare himself for the ultimate revenge. I think they're trying to imply that he knew that thing was out there and he's coming across it before and survive yes maybe so because he well, says no, it's coming I don't think back so. for he him says he's never so. seen no he's never seen that that croc 
he's not saying that it's coming back for him. It's saying it wants revenge on him for all the Crocs he has killed. Okay, but the the thing that they're showing here is that he is definitely a veteran of the Croc Wars in this yeah. fucking swamp, yes. apparently. Um, maybe but that's why know. he has a righteous hatred for Crocs because of those scars down his body is what they're getting at. Yeah, and I don't know if they're scars, but it looks flaky too, almost like it's diseased. Just saying. No, they were supposed to be scars. It was just badly applied makeup, and that's why uh, it was cracking and looking bad. All right, I got you. So, uh... <laughs> Anyway, he gets changed, gets his gun, gets some more supplies, and then he heads on out because, you know, fuck the police. Uh, he gets all dressed up like Crocodile Dundee, where he's down to nothing but a vest. Yes. Well, the guy gets to, uh, well, the, the group, they uh, set up a camp uh, trying to make sure that uh, everything's okay for them. And they are kind of having some uh, discussions here of what they want to do. Do they want to, uh, you know, do they want to try Because they're on the opposite side of the embankment uh, from the, uh, or the opposite side of the, 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 I don't know, lake, water, whatever you want to fucking call it. They're on the opposite lagoon. side of the lagoon from where whatever they can actually walk back. Whatever you want to fucking call it, because I can't think of fucking words, so I don't give a shit right now. <laughs> whatever you want to fucking call it, that's how far away they are from it. And everyone's kind of sad about that because they're on the opposite <laughs> side of it from the town so you have two choices you either camp and wait for the croc to come on ground to get you or you try to swim but then the croc could get you there too so they i mean equally bad ideas uh they're they're trying to figure out what exactly they want to do <laughs> i love how angry and frustrated you got at not being able to think of a word for a minute to where you actually resented be, me for telling be, you it can i tell you the god's honest truth because i had the same thing when i was trying to do the notes when i was watching the movie yesterday <laughs> you probably wrote that as your fucking note and you're like that's just how i'm gonna do the show i i think so uh, actually yeah that's exactly how i wrote it, Fuck it. <laughs> we can move on then i'm sorry i get angry about things so that <laughs> night they're all uh kind of you know they're resting and they're going to sleep and one of the girls pops up and we see the croc's head and she kind of sees it she well she doesn't see the croc's head but she sees something moving out there so she gets a little freaked and she's like well uh, i better get uh checked out on that please uh so <laughs> she the group gets up and mark the photographer he gets all pissy he goes i want to get a picture of it so he hops up on the boat kevin the leader and brad the other guy they they both kind of follow him, trying to get him to stop. They get on the boat, and then all of a sudden, the croc takes the the anchor and starts dragging the boat away. That was actually kind of cool. Yeah. And then the rope tied to the uh, shore, uh, it uh, stops them from being able to leave. This is uh, or, uh, kind or, or of it reminiscent. Comes, it comes out, it comes undone, and they can't, you know, get it get it going anymore. This, so that, the crocodile dragging the boat by the anchor is kind of reminiscent of Jaws with the barrels, and then when they tie it to the boat, and he's dragging the boat around. I think that's what they were trying to go for with that. Yeah, but it's they they now yeah the boats come undone, so now it's just going, and you can't stop it, and they're now floating on a dead boat with the croc around also who takes a boat on a like bottom like a, a low bottomed lagoon and river area where you pretty much have to check to make sure you don't hit sandbars and things like that who takes that kind of a boat out there and doesn't have an oar or something to push it along with a pole like when you're in a swamp yeah. you need a pole to push a boat around or every now and then like why don't they have that pole that they had earlier why plot convenience yeah right it's because hey fuck it uh so anyway uh, as the group goes, they're trying to figure out what they can do. 
Uh, the croc causes a hole in the boat, so he's attacking the boat different times. So the boat's now taking on water. They're all kind of getting a little scared of that because why wouldn't you? Well, they decide they could drag the boat because they still have the rope. One person could swim to land and then drag the boat to land, which would help them. So they decide they're going to go ahead and do that. And Kevin decides he's going to do it. He gets in there. And uh, as he's dragging it, the the croc once again attacks the boat. And Brad falls into the water. Brad's taken under. Kevin gets the rope back to land so they can pull it in. But unfortunately, uh, you know, he sees that Brad's in the water. So Kevin tries to go to help. Uh, Brad is taken under. Brad's killed. Then the croc almost gets Kevin, except for, uh, Mark goes ahead and throws the camera into the croc's mouth. And so I don't quite get that part that, that stopped the croc, but it did. The croc eats the camera and it goes away. Um, <laughs> the, the light going off inside of it is making it feel warm. I guess something. Uh, so then, um, and that's the end of that 20 minutes before we go into the final third. So this secondary sort of feeding frenzy attack moment that they had with the croc was yeah. actually pretty decent um still kind of waiting for joe to show up with his like new shirtless vest self and save the day for these kids yeah especially because you know it's 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 time uh you know and, and he has the special gun and bullets now that appear to be illegal <laughs> that he refused to pay for because like apparently he's not coming back yeah <laughs> he's like i'll pay you when i come back and the guy's like yeah i prefer you pay me now because i don't think you are yeah i don't think you're coming back and joe's like fuck you i'll pay you when i come back and the guy's like all right joe sorry jesus Christ. fine just take these bullets that i worked hard on for you that are illegal that you're not right. going to even pay me for before you die dick yeah and that you and joe represents the united states so anyway uh, <laughs> pretty much we can move on to the next 20 i'm good <laughs> yeah all right so uh the final 30 starts uh the two are just on shore just kind of laying there they don't really know what they're gonna do they are very depressed as one would imagine because you know jesus christ you sort of fucking just one of your friends is dead and then as they're sitting there guess who shows up it's joe nice good for joe he takes the crew back to his house and uh then calls the judge and that's our final clip okay joe i'm here this is a beast from hell. Just got another one of those kids. If I were you, I'd inform the county sheriff. I've organized some boys into a hunting party. Oh, that's great. Old Joe's asking for help, huh? You got one foot in the grave, huh, Joe? Go stick it up your ass, Judge. If you'd seen this goddamn thing, you'd have already called in the fucking army and taken off for higher ground. Just do as I say before the son of a bitch kills anybody else. Over and out. I'm worried, Foley. It sounds like Joe's right again this time. I better call in the county boys. You're not calling in anybody. We're going to figure this out ourselves. You heard what Joe said. And if Joe says it's impossible to catch or kill... I can handle that animal, trust me. We just don't need these people sneaking around the swamp, understand? The quicker we settle this, the quicker I get back to work. Now, I got a big load coming. It's going to need burying. But there's a little something we got to do first. Okay. But I warn you, this is the last load you're burying in my district, Foley. Yeah. If it happens again, I'm going to telephone the police and tell them the names of the people you work for. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. The judge is even starting to think to himself, what the fuck? This so, is where the mayor uh, realized that keeping the beaches open was a horrible mistake. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the judge and this bad guy, 
they decide they're going to go and try to find the barrels on the guy's yacht, which is like, it's too heavy to even be carried. But fuck it. I guess, you know, we don't get any choices here. Um, uh, like the, the yacht's too heavy for the swamp, but fuck it, whatever. So anyway, uh, they find the barrels. They're going to blow them up, but the judge is like, that's going to destroy the whole town and everything. And he goes, I don't care. And so the judge says he's going to stop him and shoot him. And the guy punches the judge over the water, into the water. And then the dude's leaving. The croc shows up and it scares the guy and he falls into the water. And then the croc comes at him and the boat explodes as it just runs right into the shore. Uh, Kevin and Joe decide they're going to go check that out. And as they're going, uh, they find explosives on all the barrels. Uh, they find the croc. And so it begins a battle. Joe is trying to shoot the croc with these brand new bullets, but that does absolutely nothing yeah it's jack shit does nothing at all so this pisses joe off he grabs a spear hops on top of the floating croc and just starts stabbing it over (laughs) and over again here's when he goes full ahab yeah and the croc (laughs) takes it under and we see a bunch of blood come up and you know it's to be assumed joe is dead yeah because he was riding that thing like a fucking whale spearing at it the whole time and he does significant damage to the croc like he really fucks it up on the way down i mean we can't we can't undersell that enough No, he's fucking it up, definitely. Yeah. Better than he did with the gun. Yeah, and it's kind of the best part of the movie because you're like, at this point when the guy starts riding the crocodile, it gets to the level of ridiculous where you kind of almost convince yourself that maybe it was supposed to be a Jaws parody. Yeah, right. Then Kevin gets back. He's all depressed and shit. And, you know, Joe's always kind of like, hey, kid. You know, there, there's a whole scene of the boat where he's like, all right, kid. And I'm not a kid. My name's Kevin. It's like, all right, kid. And it's like, all right, Kevin, just shut the fuck up, all right? If Joe says you're fucking kid you're a fucking kid you piece of shit this is a man who can ride a crocodile underwater while spearing him without concern for his own life you should probably not piss him off yeah right so they decide they're gonna go kill the croc because they've changed he's like we've changed now for the better or worse i don't know but we've changed i'm like no you haven't you just you've decided you have to kill a croc because it's it's a fucking killer croc all right basically basically he is upset that he feels less than a man after watching what joe did so now he has to prove himself in some way shape or form toxic masculinity folks so anyway (laughs) at its finest slash worse at, at its finest so they go back out on the boat as they're going on the boat, Kevin sees eggs, all the eggs of this croc, and he starts shooting and blowing them up. Then we finally get into the war with the croc. They are using everything like Molotovs, everything they can think of to try to destroy them, but nothing's quite working. Uh, finally, they decide they're going to try to use the propeller. They're trying to get it started, and then all of a sudden, a hat flies up and he goes, hey, kid, use this for luck, and Joe's alive. It's hurt. But he's alive and he throws him his hat. The kid gets the com- propeller going, kills the, and uh, throws it in the croc's mouth, which kills the croc. In a bloody uh, geyser of just yeah. gore of awesomeness that is so dumb but fun. So, so much blood. Uh, <laughs> the kid's so, like bathing in it and he's almost getting yeah. off too. He's like, ah! Oh! Yeah, he's, yeah, he's like almost moaning to it. You're like, um, all right, bro, just let's. Let's settle it down there, buddy. He's more into this than Elizabeth Bathory is in getting bathed in blood. Yeah, right. They uh, all get back on the boat. Uh, They start uh, heading back home. And uh, as they're going, uh, he tries to give the hat back to Joe. Joe goes, no, I said, that's your lucky hat. And then as they drive by, we see there's one more crocodile egg they didn't see. A crocodile gets born. Dun, dun, dun. And uh, there you go. Roll credits. (laughs) 
it's not terrible and i think that's kind of the worst part about it is there's like a good 40 minutes in here that are entertaining and kind of fun to watch but unfortunately it's wrapped around like another like 45 ish plus minutes that take it to the hour and 32 ish minutes with credits that we had to endure that were absolutely fucking boring as shit but the crocodile battles and the crocodile attacks and some of that stuff is really cool the ridiculousness of the doc saving techniques that are just so subpar it's not even funny i mean that's that's pretty fucking lame that was happening in there too that it ended up becoming hilarious and entertaining i mean it kind of saves the film but i think you could really skip this i mean you don't really need to see this film and i i like that i have the limited edition double pack because it's this limited edition thing and i'm a collector and i can just say that it's limited edition but if somebody actually wants to watch this i'm gonna go no you're you don't really need this (laughs) yeah you don't really want to see this this is not good for you uh... (laughs) yeah you could probably skip this and be perfectly okay or if you really want to we can just fast forward to all the cornball stuff that's fun to watch and just skip all the boring stuff that is really impossible to get through yeah that's that's also very true yeah yeah (laughs) jesus jesus christ (laughs) it's not a good movie but there were moments that made me laugh and it made for an okay show for us to really like kind of rip on it um but otherwise yeah it's probably not worth your time i don't think no i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't suggest it unless you're you're just in to have a night of just being fucking redonk then you can do that i wouldn't suggest it (laughs) yeah but even still i would fast forward to just the redonk and skip everything else like i wouldn't sit through all of the fucking expository dialogue that you don't really need and doesn't really go anywhere anyway that's true yeah i I, fucking your enjoyment of the film has nothing to do with whether or not the fact that the judge is an ex-con who is just pretending to be a judge and got away with it in this locale and is being basically blackmailed and paid off for the dumping like you don't need to know that that doesn't matter that doesn't improve the story they don't tell you if the croc actually is a result of the dumping or not anyway so what's it even matter if that the judge was being paid off or blackmailed to make this happen why does that why do you even care because they never even establish whether or not that has anything to do with anything other than it's just a fucking detour to fill just a little bit more time between bad puppeted croc attack yeah right (laughs) fuck it whatever don't even care yeah and that's literally like the whole of the motion of what this crocodile does is the snapping jaws they don't have any motion in the eyes you never actually see the eyes move in any way like open or close like at least in jaws there's a couple of moments where you see the eye close on the shark you know what i mean like it does a few other things even though it's still i mean when you actually get a good look at the bruce puppet it looks pretty fucking hokey it really does but they film it in such a way and only show it to you just enough to where your mind sees a shark and that's all you need this learned nothing Nothing from that. They just go full Bruce all the time on it, you know, where they're just like fucking right up on it and just relying on a really kind of inflexible, unmovable puppet that has just an articulated mouth, you know? Yeah, it's true. All the shots of this fucking puppet should have been straight on the teeth, just coming right at you. At least they made this really bloody. So there is that. Get that at least. Yeah. And there's mutilations where arms are torn away and stuff like that. And even though the uh, effects don't really work where like the arm gets torn away and it's not actually in the mouth of the crocodile, when it gets torn away, they look like the teeth rip it apart or whatever. The, the actual tearing of the flesh actually looked okay. And then the wound that was the result behind and the actors sell that kind of stuff. There's a lot of bodily mutilations that, like we said, that's the stuff that's worth watching. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's still not great. It's just decent enough to get past you if you were watching on say like mst3k it's just good enough for us to get the fuck through this <laughs> right and then next week we're going to do it to ourselves again with the sequel that was simultaneously shot with the original killer crocodile here the very first yeah. one so they shot them both back to back i expect that we are going to have 
a lot of reused footage from this movie in the next film in some way, shape, or form. I have a feeling you were very correct on that. <laughs> oh, man, the pain that's in my heart right now just thinking about that. Why don't we take a break and just do some PSYOP news instead? Fucking night. All right, so what we're going to do is going to play a little T-Rex right here on the Pirate Radio Edit with the song Warlord of the Royal Crocodiles. When we come back, we're going to do some PSYOP news. <laughs> So that was T-Rex with the song Warlord of the Royal Crocodiles. And it met the criteria I was setting out. It said crocodile at least twice before we got out of that song. Boom. Look at you. <laughs> professional. <laughs> it's about as close as I'm going to get. And the film does not deserve this kind of professionalism at all. So let's just it get really out of doesn't. here and give How them some psyop from Jason. That's our man Jason from the Triscadilla Files, I think is how that's pronounced, show and yeah. website. Uh, you know, if he made it easier to pronounce, maybe I could find it and or say it easier. Yeah. So their <laughs> fault. Blame them. <laughs> Anonymous poop gifting site hacked. Customers exposed. <laughs> oh, brother. That's, uh, don't have a lot of clips for that, I don't think. So there's, a, there's a business for everything. Shit Express, a web service that lets you send a box of feces along with a personalized message to friends and enemies, has been breached after a customer spotted a vulnerability. MacGyver ain't got shit on me. Give me a fucking paperclip, some chewed up bubble gum, and a string. I'll get whatever dildo you need out of you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I will. I mean, I could do that. And other so I don't, I, don't, news. I don't have a lot of skills, but that's one of them. Except in an interesting twist, uh, uh, rather than responsibility reporting the vulnerability, the customer, who is a known threat actor, ended up exploiting the bug and downloading the entire database. This Put database the was then shared... <laughs> It's it's poop from the butt. Put it in this the butt. Data, this database was then shared on a hacking forum, exposing the angry and sometimes hysterical personal messages sent by the customers with the gifts. Booty juice, booty juice, gotta have it. My asshole actually sweat and earn your rectal passage. Uh, a simple way to send a piece of shit in a box around the world. Shit Express describes what is a prank web service where customers can purchase and deliver real animal feces to friends or frenemies located anywhere in the world. This is like traces of death fucked to porno. Quote, imagine all the people who annoy you the most. An irritating colleague, school teacher, your ex-wife, filthy boss, jealous neighbor, that successful former classmate, or all those pesky haters, unquote, the states the, the homepage of Shit Express. 
what quote what if you could send them a smelly surprise there is nothing that can replace the expression of the recipient's face after opening the box end quote what's with all shit that ex- asshole creep shit express four step by a process evolves choosing an animal excrement uh whether it's like organic wet horse poop something like that providing the ship shaming you on your death fed <laughs> Providing a shipping address and then customizing the package with a smiley sticker, for example, and then paying for your order. Payments can be made via credit card or Bitcoin. The service promises its patrons complete anonymity even when playing via credit card. But this time around, Shit Express was visited by an interesting customer. I don't even know that word. The owner of Breach.co Hacking Forum, and well-known hacker who has previously stolen private data from companies like Question Pro and Mag- Mangatoon. The hacker also previously put up stolen data of 7 million Robinhood customers for sale online. According to a forum post authored by Pompurian, the hacker recently visited Shit Express to send a box of poop uh, to cybersecurity researcher Vinny Troyoya. Uh, former members of raid forums, including Pompurian, who now own Breach.co, and Troya are purportedly in a long-standing feud which, uh, with each other over the researchers' interactions with the hacker community and a report on the Dark Overlord. This feud has led to Pompeian hacking the FBI servers to send false alerts about cyber attacks in November 2021, conducted by threat actor Vinny Troya. At one point, Troya even mockishly launched a change.org petition, uh, change.org petition, asking international leaders to extradite Pompeian to in the uh, to the U.S. Recently, when Pompeian visited, God damn, we're getting a lot of backstory. Just get me to the funny shit. Recently, when Pompeian visited funny shit shit. Express, yeah, right, to send a token of appreciation to Troya, the hacker realized the website was vulnerable to SQL injection. The hacker was able to access customer messages email addresses, and other private data associated with customer orders. This Tuesday, Pumperian also shared a small sample data set containing a preview of multiple database tables hosted by Shit Express. Some of the messages contained in the orders are shown below. Bleeping Computer has redacted messages with overly explicit wording that readers may find offensive. Some other messages in the sample data set seen by Bleeping Computer included, quote, I saw a cockroach today and thought of you. I stepped on it, end quote. Another quote, this gift shows my thanks for your heart work and is a symbol of how great my team thinks you are enjoy when approached when approached by bleeping computer for verification pompeian states they were surprised that the customer database wasn't as big as they expected quote it's honestly not that big there's about twenty nine thousand orders in the data pompeian told bleeping computer because most sensible people aren't going to be selling or sending other people shit (laughs) you know they may hate somebody but they're not going to hate them that bad Pumperian further confirmed having exploited should express via SQL injection, but that they did not extort the site owners with a ransom demand. Quoted, I gained access a day before, I leaked it, and I notified the website owner after dumping the data. I'm not sure if they acknowledged or anything as of yet, concluded the hacker. Uh, Shit Express does give a crap about security. To confirm the authenticity of the forum post, we reached out to Shit Express, and a Shit Express spokesman told Bleeping Computer, we have spotted some unusual activity on our 
our server four days ago and found out that one of our script is vulnerable to SQL injection. It's purely our fault. A human error that could have happened to anyone. It was found by one of our customers. We fixed the error immediately. Please understand that this is a simple prank site. There is no ransom demand. Nothing really happened. If a website visitor uses the form, on our site, all the details are stored in our database. It's mostly junk because people are pranking their friends. They enter their data plus email address and leave. After that, we send them an email to pay for their order and the prank person is uh, and the pranked person is freaking out trying to find out who did that uh, as mentioned on our site we never revealed the real identity simply because we don't have any personal information of the people who filled the form on our website if someone pays with a cryptocurrency it's obviously very safe and anonymous if they pay by credit card all the information stays with the payment processor it's simple as that more companies should follow should express lead when it comes down to promptly responding to security issues and only up to data breaches transparently and as they said this shit is hilarious boom so the shitting hike site got hacked but you know no no foul apparently i mean if you are going to a website where you pay someone to send shit to someone else you could probably expect some repercussion from that someday and be so angry and not care yeah but really it was all found on accident i mean everything just because somebody wanted to send shit who was a pretty good hacker and saw this uh fucking this loophole well yeah i'm sure that this is just something that everybody tests all the time where they can do sql injection or anything like that because you would be shocked how vulnerable most things actually are and how something like that could happen just from a simple mistake and not doing the right validation in the right spot it happens all the Um, time that's how shit gets leaked all the time and especially by elite hack source yeah some dude who knows what the fuck they're doing that just will basically try that all the time anyway just for the lulls right because yeah you just want to see if there is an exploit you know just for the fun of it that's just what you do that's how you exist right that's yeah part of the fun right and yeah so of course they're going to do that even on a website that they're actually using yeah (laughs) of course Man, I just, I'm still, just the idea that this was a business model that was apparently successful enough to make it worthwhile to breach the data. I know, it's only 29,000 customers though, which actually makes me feel good for the human race. That was only 20, but now, you know, how many just don't know that this exists? So that also worries me. Right, it's something along the lines of if more people knew that this existed before. I mean, Would it be more popular? Yeah, if if they plug the data breach, I'm pretty sure that, and this site can weather this storm. I'm pretty sure that they're going to have a lot more customers now. Yeah, right. Some of them from this audience, I would assume. Probably. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Maybe one of the co-hosts might even do this. Careful who you give your address out to. (laughs) I'm not opening anything from you. (laughs) It's not going to come from me. I'm not opening anything from anybody. I don't get shit. (laughs) Literally, if you don't open anything from anybody. Yeah, right? Then you don't get shit. See See how easy that is? (laughs) (laughs) And here I was going to mail you a present one day. Yeah, right. I'm sure. Everyone says that. Everyone. (laughs) All the nice boys say that to Matt. (laughs) Assholes. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we're going to move on. I'm going to play the Ending Legion promo. We're going to have the song Crocodile from XTC. And we're going to close out this fucking show. If you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network. Like Cinema PsyOps, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcasts. Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Ming Power Hour, Hello, This is the Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Mental Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, 
Pick Six Movies, the podcast by The Cemetery, the podcast on Haunted Hill, the Psycho Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shadecast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Witch vs. the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found. song's actually about a crocodile but he just keeps calling something a crocodile yeah something i don't know what that song's about what's going on around here i don't know but ecstasy always has something in their music that keeps me entertained i will say that much i absolutely adore the song dear god it's one of the greatest fucking atheist anthems ever written well there you go that's always (laughs) helpful if you'd like to find other uh references where i talk about atheist anthems which i think it does actually exist in one of the previous 367 episodes of this fucking show you're gonna find that at https forward slash forward slash oh, I'm kidding legionpodcast.com forward slash cinemas dash psyops dash podcast I figured I might as well do the whole fucking web URL yeah uh, <laughs> underscore underscore give me the show uh, all over the uh, uh, at sign uh, no 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 hashtag. stop trying to teach them how to do sequel injection on the show it's just not gonna work <laughs> One of the best places to hang out with us, and by us, I mean even Matt's there every now and then. I've seen him pop up. The Legion Discord chat. It's the most yeah. direct place to get a hold of us now these days because, you know, Facebook is relatively dead, and all I do on Instagram is post those freaking memes like three times daily. I'm almost settled in. Some good memes. Almost settled into a schedule at my new place of uh, work to where I can make sure that I get those memes posted. And that's cinema underscore psyops on the Instagram, which then gets shared to our Facebook page, Cinema Psyops. 
which then gets put into our Facebook group, Cinema PsyOps. I mean, the page is kind of just there to say when we do episode releases and share it everywhere, but the yeah. group is where everything gets shared to. Yes, exactly. And I'm still share everything. I'm still like I'm less and less and less even more now on Facebook than I was <laughs> because the new job is both busy and actually kind of fun to do. So you know, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I hear you, man. No need for uh, fucking social networking when I'm literally team working everything. Everything's yeah. a, everything's a team effort on this job, and I'm on the line with somebody work. all day every day. <laughs> Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> I suppose so, or that just sounds like platitudes that change your attitudes. Listen, this company's a family. The minute I hear that, I'm like, all right, well, I'm out. I don't, I, I don't really want another family. <laughs> Shit sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's absolutely horrifying. Well, I'm occasionally on Facebook as Court PsyOps there. We already know the page and group is Cinema PsyOps. And if you actually are a fan of Crocodile and would like to defend this film with valid reasoning and points as to why we were too harsh to it, the best place to send that diatribe never to be read, although maybe it will be marked read by me, is CinemaPsyOpsCourt at gmail.com. I mean, maybe you just want to call us dummy heads. Well, they can do that on Discord, for goodness sakes. Well, they could do, yeah, they could do, I mean, they can do it anyway. That would be the most direct line to call us dummy heads and make us feel terrible. Yeah, right. I mean, because that would definitely do me, and then I'm just crying for the next week. You've definitely not heard worse. Yeah, no, never. Oh, inside my head, I always do, but that's about it. Well, while you're out there wondering when the fuck Matt's actually going to go to therapy, kick the fuck out of this weekend, <laughs> make it your man. Hey, you hear me? Yeah, you kind of having some feedback there. You have feedback? Well, oh, wait, no, okay, now it's fine. Might have just been the beginning connection. Yeah, Skype gets a little wonky. I don't know, man. Yeah. Now, now that I'm, you know, living a little bit more comfortably, and I might actually be able to pay off my debts without having to sacrifice my plasma, um, I think I might get a Zoom subscription so we can save ourselves some trouble. Uh, I wish I could. But where are you selling plasma at? That sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I feel bad for you if, that's, if it's that bad to where you're actually considered excel plasma no it's not that bad not yet but you know just if you hear about it just keep it between us all right <laughs> <laughs> so should i leave the joke in about you possibly needing to but like cut out the part where you say if i actually hear about it we shouldn't talk about it like now i'm confused what stays in and what goes out <laughs> put everything in <laughs> put it all in if i'm dumb put enough to say it on the show just fucking use it put it in <laughs> we'll do it live no see <laughs> You, you play it and I'll fucking do it live!
All right, I'm grabbing the clips right now. <laughs> I'm fucking delirious. So here's basically my last couple of weeks. Uh, last Friday, I went in to try and get a root canal to try and save the tooth, but there was a crack in the tooth that they thought maybe they could drill down far enough and save it, and yeah. then a crown would hold the crack together. Partway through the root canal, the endodontist stops and tells me that the crack is going below the jawline and that uh, she noticed that there is bone loss there and that it looks like it's the crack that's causing the problem with the abscess tooth and everything else. <laughs> so that she could still possibly save the tooth, but it's not going to last very long anyway because of that crack, because even, you know, uh, even a crown probably wouldn't cover that or hold it together enough, and it may actually end up being to where the tooth has to go anyway. Uh, yeah, no, I my dental health is so fucked right now. I, I probably, once I do get things together, I'm going to be looking at thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of work. That's where I'm at right now, right? And uh, yeah. so she stops, the endodontist stops, because basically we talk it out and she says, yeah, it's probably not worth going any further. So I got a partial root canal. I got the worst of both worlds. And then cool. last Wednesday, I had that tooth yanked. And now I'm sitting here with an empty fucking socket. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and a craving for barbecue chips that you will not understand because of how much blood was in my mouth. Oh, yeah. No, I know that feeling all too well. Fucking hate it. Yeah. It was just like the worst of both worlds because I still had to sit through the, the fucking horrific root canal stuff. And then it didn't even end up saving the tooth. I still had to get the tooth removed. Oh, yeah. Good time. <laughs> Basically, yes. All right, I got all crocodile themed shit for this week for music, though, because that's how lame I am. All right, fuck it. <laughs> Let me see if we can hear this now. We should. Yeah. Heard that, I'm assuming? Yes, I heard that. All right, you recording on your side yet? Oh, shit. No, I'm not at all. We missed all of that. All right, I'm recording on my side. No, we didn't miss all of that. It's recording on my ah, side. There we go. Now I'm recording on my side. One, two, three. It's all going through the right microphone. We're fine. <laughs> Everything's fine here. Everybody's Everything's happy. Everything's fine. Here. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm not stressed out in any way. There's no way possible that I'm having mental health issues and breakdowns and anxiety issues. But hey, we're going to be great. The dynamic of the show has like completely inversed. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. I don't know how to deal with this. Like I'm the somewhat happy one now and I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, now I'm the one with all the fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, my dude. I've been there. I know what that feels like. And just because I suffer doesn't mean I want you to suffer too. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, we're not Republicans. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fucker that got a PPP loan forgiven and looking at people that got like a minuscule amount of student loans forgiven and being all judgy judgy. Yeah, gr grasping your pearls there. <laughs> all right, here we go. Let's start that show on that energy. <laughs> Oh, it's a 1989 movie called Killer Crocodile. I'm sorry. Oh, this is 1989? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought it was a little too crisp for the late 70s. So. Yeah, yeah. And the clothes were very much close to 90s fucking bikinis and shit that we see on the lady swimming and such. Yeah, exactly. Uh, sorry, hold on one sec. Everything can stop is freaking out for one day in my life. I would feel comfortable. Okay. Label those test tubes so you don't get them confused, okay? Mansplainer. Hey, Mark. What's the word? Mm -hmm. Don't waste so much film. We're going to need it later. Aye, aye. Micromanager. <laughs> Having flashbacks from my old job, dude. Yeah, right? I hate to keep saying it, gang, but we're not here on vacation. Motherfucker. Yeah, this thing goes back to the well more times than the ring. Yeah, right? No shit. <laughs> How long were you holding on to that joke? I just made it. I just made it up, dude. Really? Yeah. That's fucking great. You're welcome. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fucking great, then, if you just made that shit up. That's great. Cut to the autopsy, and that is our next clip. <laughs> well, for only having five of them, you are burning through these fuckers fast. Yeah, well, I mean, we're burning through this movie pretty fucking fast. 
This movie actually was released in the U.S. on my birthday in 1989, dude. Awesome. That's just great. That's like the worst 10th birthday present I could have ever gotten. And that is our next clip. That's four, right? Yeah. Yeah, we only got one left. You're going to hunt it down and kill it, aren't you? Four fucking minutes? Joe, we're going to kill it, Yeah, man, there's a lot packed into this. Come on, Joe. You ain't scared of no killer crocodile. Yeah. That's the title of the Maybe movie. He's so angry. He's yeah, they said it. You want after that crocodile, right, Joe? What do you want? That you don't go. It's unique. An endangered species. You These are cliched environmentalist kids. Like, yeah, definitely. Slow it down there, buddy. He's more into so, this than Elizabeth Bathory is in getting bathed in blood. Yeah, right. I don't know what that means. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> She's the blood countess who bathed herself in the blood of virgins to stay young. We've done like three movies about her so far. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right, all right. That's good, that's good, that's good, that's good. Okay, before we go any further, not only did we do plenty of Elizabeth Bathory-based stories, we even have a fucking clip of you saying. Bathe in the blood of virgins? Well, all right, fine. Sorry. Jesus, I just didn't remember the person. That's okay. It's okay. You don't have to remember the name of Elizabeth Bathory. That's that's fine. It's totally fine. Everything's fine here. It's not going to completely ruin my day and my review. Did it just completely ruin your day and your review? Kind of, yeah. All right. Well, uh, guess what? I did my part of the show. <laughs> so anyway. I feel a little sad for you, my friend. Um, I just feel a little sad for all of us because of Killer yeah. Crocodile. wondering when the fuck Matt's actually going to go to therapy. Kick the fuck out of this weekend. Make it your bitch. And clear. (laughs) And clear as in you're done? Yeah. Well, and I'm going to stop recording now.